Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Brothers Grimdark. We are finally onto a new codex, the Knight's Codex, which we're all very excited to cover. It's pretty great. I'm a fan. As codices go, it is not perfect, nope. and we'll discuss why we don't think it's perfect yep, later on. In due course. But it is great. They do so much right with it this book. It is great. There is a lot going on, yeah. which is just win city. Yeah. Like, the amount of extra things you get to do with your knights is wonderful. Uh, so, before we get into the actual meat of covering the rules of the knights, etc., and all that sort of jazz, we thought we'd take this episode of the podcast to cover the houses. Because, you know, they need to be covered at some point, cover what the factions do, and also cover a bit of the law. Let's be honest, the law is the most important part. It's the most entertaining. <laughs> no, it's the most important part. Because if I field a unit, yep. I don't want it to have silly law, because then I won't field it. It might be amazing, I, it, I won't field it. If it's gotta have, Gotta have good law, gotta be funny, I will field <laughs> it. If it makes me laugh, and yep. makes my opponent laugh, it, we've succeeded. Well, House Terran may cover that for you. Okay. They they are the... I don't want to say the poster child, because actually they do a good job with knights of having a lot of different depictions of them, like the main posters, Cadmus, etc. These ones turn up on some of the boxes, etc. So anyway, Terran. They're the Ultramarines-looking one. They're a little bit reminiscent of the Ultramarines in their lore, in that they're just meant to be, you know, like extremely tactically sound, and they were a great martial tradition, etc. They do all that very, very well. thing is, though... <laughs> To go with this uh, martial brilliance, they also have continuing, uh, continuing and unending ceremonies on their planet, celebrating their victories and triumphs, etc. So much so that it drives them to go to war. Like, the actual nobles in charge of their knights are driven to go to war by the excessive ceremonies <laughs> and rituals that take up their day. Wow. That's going a bit far. It I mean, be- before we go any further, yep. before we go any further... Yep. I have a little bit of a problem with knights. Because let's just preface this with Alan collects knights. Yes. He does have knights. Yep. He loves knights. Yep. I very much like the look of knights. Yep. I'm very fortunate to own a Forge World knight. Because two. I, like the, I, I do have two. Yeah. Because I like the model. And uh, eBay is a weakness. Um, <laughs> it's but sterile and I like the taste. It's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> but. But knights, they verge dangerously close to classical knights playing the lute with a musician following you yeah I, yeah I, Sir I, Robin. to be fair i think it's kind of they could be i think this book does a very good job of going if you want your knights to be a lot uh, the sort of classical interpretation of how knights used to be or rather sorry the romanticized version of how knights used to yeah. be in medieval europe I, you can go down that route i still feel like that's a touch too light this, know, like, this is 40k light yeah. You know, yeah. this is oh yes, there's it's, colourful heraldry and battles and honour, you know, which is fine. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. But I do find it a bit weird when it's like, Yes, and then they charge their metallic steeds oh. thrusting deep into the enemy. That's that is definitely in that book. Well <laughs> I can at least find six passages. Six passages about dedicated about riding deep. metallic steeds in, thrusting deep into the enemy, can you? I definitely can. And in the Admet Codex, but they don't have any steeds. <laughs> they have the long boys. They do have long boys. Okay, so. Chaps with the legs. Okay, so Terran is... After that brief summation of the law, our summation of the summation, I think they're an inoffensive house. Yeah, like, I mean, they're going to be very much the Ultramarines in the sense that anyone can collect them. Yep. You can kind of make your own story from them, because yep. all that they're trying to do is accumulate pride and honour and... Yep. Stories, you know, and that's fine. I, their house, I haven't got a problem with. Like that, they're, they're just there. Hundred percent. What do we feel about paint scheme? 
I'm not so much a fan of the paint scheme. See, to, I, li- to I like clarify the paint for those scheme. at home who, for some reason, listen to a co- to a uh, podcast about the Knights Codex but don't know what this kind of knight looks like. It's the blue and the gold with a bit of red thrown in. Yeah, I I do like the color scheme. I have yep. to say, I do like the color scheme. Some people have executed it incredibly well. well that's true of anything. With that is true of anything. Like, some of the people are stonking, stonkingly, stonking. astonishingly talented. There we go. Stonking. Um, they're very cool, but yep. they're over decaled. There's I, normally yeah. way too many transfers on these yeah. things. That's that's very minor. Like that, that's down to whoever's done it. But uh, yeah. I think a lot of the Games Workshop ones have quite a lot of. Uh, so it's beautiful night. Yep. Well, beautiful scheme. Some beautiful, beautiful scheme. Some uh, fluff, inoffensive. What yeah. about laws? Laws. The, the, the uh, house traditions. So this is their um, their trait. perk for being there. Yeah, their faction trait. There we go. So their faction trait is uh, gallant warriors. Where it's pronounced Galand. Uh, Galand Wallis. Wallis. Okay. So when determining the distance that this unit with this household tradition advances or charges, roll an additional d6 and discard the lowest result. This is representing there. They really want to get in there and, you know... Thrusting. They want to thrust deep into the enemy with their metallic steed. Yes. They're, they're battling for honour and hungry for combat. I, that matches up with the law well for me. I, I don't know if it's that good. I don't think it's that great rules-wise, because knights have massive movement. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll get to the rules of the individual knight. Like, the knight chassis... Is beautiful. It's crazy good. The rules on the knight chassis are so good. Like, yeah. just ignore the weapons. Ignore the arms. Ignore the roof weapon, whatever that's like, called. If you could buy a knight for, wait, was it, 285 points yeah. for that's, just the chassis. We shouldn't mention points. We but that probably shouldn't. Points. <laughs> but, Sorry. As is, but we haven't mentioned any of the other stuff, like the weaponry. Yeah. If, you didn't give it, what... <laughs> if you didn't give it a stubber, didn't give it any arms, 285 points, you may be tempted to pay just for close combat beast with the deadly, deadly feet. Yeah, which we'll get back to. Yeah, but okay. So gallant warriors, like that's, it's really I would say not much of a bonus because you already have a huge move. This doesn't do much to help your army do anything particularly much better than anything else. Yeah. Um, the we'll have a quick look at their stratum as well. Like it is, it is fun though. I will give them that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Like if you're doing a game where you think your opponent hasn't quite got the gear to take on your knights. Yeah, they, they. It's definitely one you could take, which wouldn't really buff you up that much to try and level the playing field a bit. Yeah. Okay, so their uh, stratagem, which is they're not in alphabetical. Sorry, they're not in order of the rest of them because they're weird. Okay, like more tans before this. Anyway, House Terran, glory and honor. Use the stratagem after House Terran unit from the army is fought in the fight phase. That unit can fight an additional time that this phase. That costs three command points. That is actually very good. It's extremely good. Like the, the, it, you'll find this in a few cases. Like some of the best stratagems are with the weaker houses, which, well, weaker house bonuses, which is interesting. Like I really like that. Um, they go, yeah, you can have some broken stuff, but you have to pay a price. You can't just have the best things with the best houses, unless you're Hawk Shroud. Yeah, which I have to say is a great <laughs> relief. Hawk Shroud is silly, guys. We'll get to we, them. we'll get to them. But it's a great relief coming from Admech. Where some admech factions are just bad, and they don't even get nice strategies, they don't get nice warlord traits. Is it traits. any of them other than Stygis 8? Which Stygis 8 for, is the best. For those who don't know, Stygis 8 is the minus one to the opponent's BS if they're more than 12 inches away. Yeah, minus one to hit. Minus one to hit, yeah. There's no such thing as BS anymore. There's just a hit roll. It's not called BS, though, the ballistic skill. It is called BS. Yeah, so I'm, minus I'm one to their BS. i about the I, fucking I, BS I, table going. Yes. Uh, Although the old one was kind of jank. It was jank. But yeah, <laughs> Stygis 8 have that, and they also have pseudo-deep strike. 
which is their strategy. Really? So they have the strongest faction <laughs> trait with the strongest wow, that's uh, command point thingy strategy. Whereas the Night Codex, it seems to be a nice, a, a healthy mix. Yeah, a healthy mix. It, it seems that the writing Eighth Edition Codexes has got better over has gotten better over time. Like this, this one is great. <laughs> I mean, the Imperial Knight Codex is kind of on a similar level to Eldar. That's that's where we're talking because the Eldar Codex was very uh, full. Yep. Uh, very vibrant. Not as good as the Dark Eldar Codex because the Dark Eldar Codex had everything. Oh, does the Dark is the card there? Dark Eldar Codex broken. It's not broken. Oh, right. I wouldn't say it's broken. It's but just... they just have incredible incredible amounts of flavor. Oh, okay. Incredible. Okay, amounts. fair enough. It's like going into an ice cream shop, uh, and you can just. Put your fingers in all the ice cream. That's what You're not allowed in ice cream shops, are you? I'm not, but I've got Dark Eldar, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, all good stuff. Yeah, so the Imperial Knight Codex. We'll warn you now that we will have a few moments every now and again just, just to briefly gush over this codex, because some of the 8th edition codices have been a little bit sparse. This one's very nice. Yeah, I definitely think the Imperial Knight Codex will hold up over a few editions. Oh, in terms so of, long as as long as the changes between the editions aren't yeah, radical, but in terms of both quality and actual power level, it's it's a wonderful it's codex. Bonkers. It's bronkers. It's broken and bonkers and bonkers. Okay, Bonko. so Cadmus is up next. Nice. So how's Cadmex? Cadmex? <laughs> Cadmex. That's a cereal. <laughs> that's a cereal. Get your Cadmex. What? <laughs> now with more Soylent. I was going to say with Exterminatus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Exterminatus hunger. <laughs> Kids eat too much, put them down. Oh. <laughs> okay. I got grim dark quick. I just got dark. Okay, so House Cadmus. Um, their house, way on the edge of the galaxy. I said their house, their planet, seated way on the edge of the galaxy. And they're very proud of being their own damn thing. They're independent house who don't take, they don't need no man. Yep. They also have mutants on their planet, things which crawl up from the darkness. Which dwell in, like the forests. It's forests? Yeah. Sorry. Arboreal forests. So, you know, the cold forests. Arboreal. Arboreal. Arboreal forests. That's a fun word. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> that it is. Oh, uh, yeah. So they were fairly resistant to allying with the Imperium. They did, but it was. They weren't too keen on the whole idea. But they, they, they definitely are allies. They just were a bit. We want to maintain independence because we've had independence for so long. Yeah. Um. And they also have a yearly hunt. Okay. Yeah, because basically the mutant population builds up so much over like, the course of a year. I see, it's they, a they sort have... of purge, if you will. Anarchy edition. It, the only difference being is that the mutants aren't people. Alright, okay. And it's not all Are the populace. And it's also not all the populace, it's the knights doing this. Don't, don't forget that it's uh, a poor the mutant. So they, they, these mutants might be innocent. Just saying. They might be innocent, but they're just being purged because they're different. The dark things that crawled, stalked, and slithered through the arboreal forests. To be fair. Doesn't say they're doing doesn't anything. Doesn't say they're doing anything bad. It just says people are scared of them. Yeah, they're just moving around. So what we've discovered is Cadmus are evil. They are, they want to kill Quasimodo. Let's, that's not nice. But <laughs> it's Cadmus who's doing it. We do have it. to save him. Yeah. Cadmus! Yeah. Leave uh, him in his bloody bell tower. <laughs> So yeah, they're they're very good hunters, basically. Of yeah, but of weenie mutants. things. Of mu- yeah. yeah, it it turns out when you're in a you know sixty foot tall knight <laughs> yeah. suit with a chain gun, they're you're quite, quite good, good at, at that. Yeah, you're yeah. quite hunting at human sized quasimodos. Yeah, that's like saying the knights are really good versus trees. 
Yes, yes. They, they come with a chainsaw. Yep. The size of <laughs> Some of them. God's penis. God's penis would be larger than that chainsaw. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But the current, <laughs> the current, the Catholic Church's current opinion on God's penis is that he's quite hung on like a universal scale. In fact, the human mind is an ineffable penis. <laughs> it's beyond comprehension. If you were to see it, you would not be able to explain it to others. <laughs> <laughs> Just your hair goes white if you start speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> so the how the faction bonus. That reminds me. Sorry, are we, no, 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 no. What, does, what does that remind you of? No, no, what no. does this remind you of exactly? Is it T.J. Miller, C.J. Miller, the one from Deadpool? He was in. Oh, he the... was in a film with Jason Bateman. Uh, right. Where he was in a band. Right. And one of the band's names was God's Cock. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> guys. If you know what I'm talking about, go see that film. I can't remember the name of. If, Google Jason if, Bateman and if, God's Cock. If you don't know what he's on about, I, sit in horror as I am. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. House Cadmus faction bonus I or boni. Boni. House tradition, household tradition, as some would call it. Once again, the orders shifted. That's fine. That's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll adapt I think on the is fly. it done by um, command point cost? That might be the. No, this is household traditions. Then we go to. Oh, sorry. sorry. Then we go to the stratagems, oh, God. which I don't think are at all command point. No, they're not. None of this is ordered. They just change order at random. Okay, that's all right. Okay, so Cadmus, hunters of the foe. Reroll wound rolls of one in the fight phase for attacks made by models with this household tradition against units which only contain models with a wound's characteristic of 12 or less. That is most things in the game. That is most things, but do you really need that help no. versus infantry? Well, no, it's anything with 12 wounds or less. So you'll be kicking some so tanks to death. Light with... vehicles. Yeah, but light vehicles are going to get fucked. Also leaders. Leaders, true. It leaders, elite leaders. infantry. Like, Although... Look, Titanic Feet kind of handles them quite adeptly anyway. Titanic Feet, I haven't seen the full mat on versus like Gilliman equivalents, but I'm pretty sure Titanic Feet still do horrific things to him. Well, it's going to be 12 attacks at strength 8, hitting on 3s. Yeah. I mean, well, D3 re- damage. is it re-rolling 1s or plus 1 to hit? Uh, this is re-rolling 1s. Re-rolling 1s. Yeah. Okay, I still think that's... It's. I'll take it. I will it, take it. It's not bad. It's not bad. Like, it's... Again, it's not one of the stronger ones. We'll say this about anything which isn't Hawk Shroud, but... Yeah. So basically, this confirms that these mutants are small guys, yeah. and these knights are just twatting on them. <laughs> Trying to kicking them to death. That's the, they're, not even, they're not even, like, shooting them. They're specifically hunting them down in close combat, which... Yeah, that's true, actually. That is sadistic. That's dark. Grim dark. Yeah, I think I think we found a, a chaos faction here. Apparently, yes. No, this is... Okay, so they're bonus. Unless this, this stratagem saves them. Uh, I believe their stratagem, if I remember which one is... Yeah, this one is... Uh, this one's not bad. All right. This one costs three command points. God, that's so hefty in command points. It's really hefty. Bioscryer Cogitator Array. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Love it already. <laughs> Fantastic name. Okay, use the stratagem immediately after your opponent sets up a unit that is arriving on the battlefield as reinforcements within 12 inch of a Cadmus model from your army. That model can immediately shoot at that enemy unit as if it was your shooting phase. Okay, that could be pretty awesome. It could be. Like, but is, can it be any knight? Any knight chassis? Any Cadmus model. Any Cadmus model. So you could have... A uh, Castellan? Not a Castellan, a Valiant. To get that oh, flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. 3d6, strength 7, the damage only issue, 2. The only issue with this is just if your opponent knows that you're you know playing Cadmus and they know what your stratagem is, they'll just deploy 13 inches away from your model. Yeah, that's very true. But there Which will be that time... There will, 
hold on, there oh. will be that time when the, the Chaos player deep strikes his obliterators within yeah. nine, yeah. and you just wreck them, yep. and you can collect their tears in the mutant cups that you've collected that hang around well, your neck. from the skulls. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, actually, this one, I think it's great if your opponent does know about it, because it means they'll take nothing to deep strike with. Hear me out on this. Okay. So you just force turn them one. out of deep strike. Turn one, there's the, currently the no deep striking thing. Yeah. You have to deep strike and turn two. So beta turn rules. one. Beta rules. Beta rules. Your knights move up to halfway across no man's land. Now, so the opponent, then, when it comes to deep striking, will either deep strike in their behind their own line, or way behind your knights. Yeah. Now, they have to deploy over 12 inches away if they know how this works, which means the turn after, your knights are going to be basically either out of range or in close combat. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, so it's, I, th- I think this is better if you don't have an all-night army. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number two, true. this only really affects Chaos and Necrons, because both of them have ways of getting that... Uh, deep strike charge off, such as with warp time or with Anrakir. Uh, mm, I think you don't mean Anrakir. I think I you think mean, I mean someone else. I think you mean either. Fargard, Oberon, and. Uh, yeah, but even then, that's not deep striking. That's just a teleportation move that doesn't count as turning up from reinforcements, right. which okay. I clarify here. Next point here. Yep, next point. How the fuck does that correspond to fighting mutants? <laughs> well, it's because it's the Bioscrag Cogitator array. Right. So they're actually scanning and hunting for this shit. They're hunting for the deep strike. Track their prey via biosignatures. So how it works on robots, I don't know. Hold on. But I always imagine Terminators. Yeah. And the Dawn of War games, which we will plug again. <laughs> Dawn of War. Specifically the first batch. Yeah. They they taught me the Terminators when they when they deep strike, they literally teleport. Yes. Bioscry that. I know. That this doesn't line up with the vast majority of deep striking. Although deep striking doesn't exist, doesn't anymore. exist. So okay, it definitely works for things like a Morlock or Trigon. That case, this lines up okay. perfectly. They, yeah, with a Morlock or Trigon, that's fucking cool. It's awesome. It tunnels in and gets shot at a lot. Yeah, awesome that's stuff. Really cool. Against things like, um, as you say, teleporter, teleporter, <laughs> Terminators teleporting in doesn't gel so much. Yeah, but never mind. They never mind. Have something. Yeah, it's it's a nice rule. It's a nice it, bonus. It's certainly very strong. If your opponent plays into it, which is yeah, which lowers its power quite a lot. Yeah, I feel like we've spent way too long on this. I think we have, but <laughs> pedantry, <laughs> really pedantry is our talent. Yeah. Okay, so the next one, the Wait, next quickly, paint huh? scheme of Cadmus. Oh yeah, sorry. I paint scheme of Cadmus. I think you have. It's very much like Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. Some yeah. people absolutely love it. I'm afraid I'm on the hate it. I'm on the hate it spectrum. I'm definitely there. I'm on the dislike it quite a lot bit. Yeah, which I think is unfortunate because I think a lot of people like it. There was a guy that did a really cool uh, Fallout Four, sorry, Fallout Three, New Vegas uh, style NCR army, and he painted a knight oh. to look like the NCR. So it was all like green and muted browns instead of green, silver, and yellow. Yeah, and it looked really cool, guys. Yeah. I think it was like Bell of Lost Souls or something like that. I don't Google NCR army knights. Yeah, like, it, was, it, it, it was really awesome. I can actually do a lot of great stuff with that. Yeah. Okay, House Griffith. Their planet had dragons. Okay. Which, uh, no, okay, 40k, because the universe is the full universe and you can have just about anything, I'm actually okay with having a planet with what were essentially dragons. Okay. I mean, the Sal- Salamanders already have lava drakes. Yeah, they so. say winged drakes on this planet. 
Well, that's a dragon. That's not a wing. Yeah. And before the uh, night suits could be completed, they had to fight the scaly beast from horseback. That I'm a little bit more iffy about. Yeah, that's definitely doubt. Like, this is too far. This, in the... Yeah. This is the situation where, okay, if it's something which you need a knight to fight... Yeah. Either how, a, how fucking up arming are you there? Yeah. Like you, I'm on a horseback with a gun. Yeah. Like to, I, I'm in a metallic steed. You either can't hunt them on horses, or you don't need a knight. Like <laughs> there's yeah. no middle ground. <laughs> Unless it was really, we're gonna fucking win this war. How do we do that? Let's just chop up all the horses, turn them into metal, and forge robots out of them. Also, okay. Oh, I can't. There was a fantastic name. I think it's in the um, relic section. Like, there's a planetary leader with one of the most fantastically overblown but brilliant names and then you have the founder of house griffith called nathaniel <laughs> yeah which is a lot a lot more simple yeah nathaniel griffith who slew three of the wing drakes with a dragon bone lance and eventually became the inaugural leader a dragon bone lance what is this monster hunter dragon bone lance yep. well to be fair it's probably tougher than anything they have because think... that's how, that's how dragon bones work henry sure sure but yeah. These guys clearly were watching too much, or playing too much Skyrim, when they yeah. made these guys. Okay, so they also um, still practice... Uh, Hunting you know, dragons. No, no they tell me. lancing. Uh, oh, no, right. Jousting. Okay. They still settle disputes by jousting. Okay, I, I imagine that's extremely dangerous with these robots. No, they, they do that on horseback. They don't joust oh. with it. <laughs> I was imagining Yeah, you just jousting. bring the Valiant with a fucking Thunderpoon launcher. Thunderpoon. Yeah. Thunderpoon. We'll get around to that. We'll get around to that. Uh... But no, that on horseback. Otherwise, that would be a very expensive. That is very expensive. But also, again, this is going far down the too ridiculous path for me. I, I, for forty k, like you for, have time yeah. to go back to your planet and have a jolly little lance session. Uh, it, like the the space marine fucking competition. Yeah, uh, it's called like the Iron Gauntlet or something. Yeah, where there's like seven chapters which take part, including Imperial Fists and stuff like that. Yep, uh, and they have the champions, and you have to stab the other one through one of his hearts. Right. And Sometimes it says that chapters don't make it to this challenge yep. because they are at war. Yeah, They can't actually get there, which redeems the whole thing. So it's like, yeah, okay, it's well, a little I, bit silly, I imagine, but it suddenly becomes awesome. I imagine in this case, if they're at war, they don't go back. But either way... Maybe they just have a quick I, lance I think, on the I, battlefield. Maybe. <laughs> Nothing like two men lancing on the battlefield. <laughs> okay, so I, I think we both... This is one where we think it's... A little silly. A little it's silly. A little silly. But again, it's th- not really dark. But again, this, it's th- not dark. But this it's is a code. Light. This is a codex which does go. You can go pretty much anywhere you want with your army, and this is an army that backs it up quite nicely. Uh, yeah. So shall we? Uh, shall we have a quick look at the faction bonus? Faction yep. bonus. Skip on over. Yep. Okay. Glory of the charge. Add one to the tax characteristic of a model with the household tradition in any turn which it charged performed a heroic action. Uh, or was charged. Oh, sorry, no. In which it charged for heroic inter- inter- intervention. So, heroically intervened. Heroically intervened. But not if it was charged. All right. Interestingly enough. And it, and anyway, any model with this can perform a heroic intervention as if it were a character. So this is just going to dip into play style here. Yep. Uh, I do like that because there's a lot of rules in 8th which are very, very... Uh, what's the word? Accommodating. So, for example, if you were to tell me that that rule... Was uh, if they get charged as well? Yep. Uh, I would be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because like the Space Wolves, they had the fucking counterattack special rule where it's like, yeah, you just play however you want, and even if you fuck up and you get charged, you still have your counterattack buff. All right. Whereas these guys, I like it that you have to be the yep. instigator, you have to be the aggressor, which is great, which is great because it's not 
as forgiving as just, yeah, you attack them and they get plus one attack. Yep. Sifting for another house coming up where it's any I situation. Do know that, yeah. <laughs> but, but in this case, because it is, as I said, the glory of the charge, makes sense. It's quite nice. Uh, also, add one to the tax characteristic. That's powerful with knights. That's ludicrously powerful because it does mean three more kicks. It's uh, just think of it as a twenty-five percent increase in the damage, damage output. output. Yeah, which is insane. Okay, so if we have a quick look at their stratagem, I mean army-wide twenty-five percent yeah. increase. Yeah, army-wide twenty-five percent increase to melee is fantastic. Not bad. Especially less so on gallants, but gallants love this bonus anyway. Yeah. So their little bonai. I didn't think that through. Oh god. Oh it's god. Prison <laughs> Off I go. Okay, Dragon Slayer. Two command points. Use the stratagem before House Griffith model from your army makes its attacks in the shooting or fight phase. Until the end of the phase, add one to wound rolls made for that model's attacks against units containing models with wounds characteristic ten or more. That's cool. That's um, what's his name? Thematically appropriate. Yeah, it's quite powerful. It's good. Like it's it's I, really nice. I think Griffith, two command points though. I and depending I, on the knight, but it is buffing of shooting and attack. It's either. Yeah, it, it has to be one. One or the other. Say you had a Castellan. Castellan or a gallant. Either way, like no, not yeah. I'm saying if, yeah, if yeah, you have yeah. like a close combat focused or a shooty focused, you this is great for them. Yeah. I, I think it's a nice... I, I think Griffith on the whole are like an above-average power-level house. Yes. Because yeah. their bonus is very powerful, and this is pretty powerful. Yeah. Specifically if you're going against something which is either... like They have a lot of points in something with more than ten wounds, like uh, Primark, or another Knight, Just or even, a Stomper, even, if they're particularly dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I own a Stomper, guys. They I cost a thousand points. Cost, like th This makes me cry, because the Imperial Knights... Uh, you can much... easily easily get three knights for stompers. Could you get three? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because okay. the cost of a gallant is going to be uh, no. Okay, you can't quite get three. Can't quite get three, but still, the stomper is so bad compared to knights. Like it, it makes me jealous. <laughs> and that's about to sneeze. Sorry, I held it back. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but the stomper used to be the old mucho chacho titan for the orcs. Quite powerful on the table. Kind of Baneblade standard. Baneblades and Stompers. Were the big was, boys. Yeah, because they were the two big kits released many, many years ago for Apocalypse. Yep. Whereas Knights are just... They're not even for Apocalypse. And they just outshine my big boy. And the Stompers bigger, damn it. I know it yeah. has more wounds, but come on. Give us something well, more clubby. Maybe with your codex it'll get better. I very much doubt it because it's an old kit. That's and true. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay, so... Griffith as a whole. I like their rules. Less keen on the lore. But I don't have like glaring issues. There's some some cases in 40k, many where yeah. <laughs> you sort of read the law and go, "That doesn't quite fit," or "That doesn't quite work." Gilliman burns a hole in my anus <laughs> with how much I hate him. It's a strange medical condition he has. Develop, but I will develop hemorrhoids <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> rah, rah, fucking Gilliman. Yep. I wish uh, they'd all do that. <laughs> yeah, Griffith. I don't feel as strongly about that. The law, I'm, yeah, it leaves yeah. a bad taste in my mouth, but I don't mind it. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, paint paint scheme-wise, scheme, yeah. I fucking love their paint scheme. The cream and blue and a bit cream. of red. Cream. However, 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 if yep. you see them profile on... Uh, the Wait, shot what the fuck do you mean by profile on? Face, front side. on? Side. Side on. That's profile. Okay, in profile um, then, not profile on. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Anyway, <laughs> they got they got a blue shoulder pad. Yep. 
and they paint a white cross on it, which makes all Griffith knights Scottish. Yep. Because that's a Scottish flag. And I don't have a problem with this if you're doing a Scottish-themed army. Go for it, yeah. But it does look weird when you've got a guy that says his Griffith army <laughs> isn't anything to do with Scotland, but he's like, got the massive Scottish flag on it. It's like, like, like if you march into battle with your stomp with a huge Union Jack on it, that's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, it, like, it, but hold on, yeah, but it's weird. It would be weird. No other, it, like, it, it's a symbol from real life. the 2000th millennium, yeah, it, which like, is irrelevant in the 40,000th. Yeah, in, in the 40k uh, Space Marine transfer sheet for their vehicles, you've just got the Mexican flag. You know, you have Raven Guard, Imperial yes. and the Mexicans. It's like, okay, Griffith, well. Griffith has representation. Yeah. And given that they're called Griffith, and Griffith is a Scottish uh, family name, I'm inclined to believe that the designer, whoever it was, was Scottish and wanted a house for well, them. Either they just took inspiration from it, which is maybe, fair enough. I, and to be fair, like the official pictures in the Codex don't have the White Cross of Scotland. <laughs> so, you see freedom. Oh, you know, like if you don't worry, if you want to do that, go for it. Just have a full Braveheart-inspired army. Yeah. Okay. The next house is Hawkshroud. Hawkshroud, the most deceptive name out of all of them. Yes, because th- Hawkshroud is virtually Raven Guard. Also, Hawkshroud, like it's you know they're hunters, but they're like stealthy because they're shrouded in like yeah, and they're bright yellow. They're bright yellow, bright yellow with silver tall robots. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> like when I, because I'd, I'd heard about Hawkshroud and the bonus they get, and I was like, wow, that's insane. I then got the codex and saw the picture and went, that's not what I imagined. That's not at all. I was thinking like very like dark mottled colors and yeah, yeah. There's, there's a YouTube channel called uh, Tabletop Tactics, and they have an, a Hawkshroud uh, night house. Yep. And it's basically all black. Which like, there's no is, trim, there's yeah. nothing, it's just all black. And they've done a great job, and that's what I imagined Hawkshroud to be. So when I saw the yellow, I was like, what? What is it? But if you are in like a 30 to 60 foot tall robot, I'm not sure with measurement, measurements <laughs> here. I think 60. I, I think 60. It's like 60 metres now, we're going yeah, to be is, lampooned. There is no stealth. You've got a rapid fire battle cannon, yep. and even your walk is going to make the earth sh- uh, shake. Would it? I, I, feel like, would. I feel Jurassic Park has instilled this in us. And we just expect the Earth to shake if anything goes anywhere, but I don't know if it does. Like, To be fair... It might do. Hawk Shroud Titan robot bastard fistmen. <laughs> Those bastard fistmen. Bastards. <laughs> Look out, Johnny! It's the fistmen. That's the name of my army now, the bastard fistmen. <laughs> I would love that. And then if you won like a tournament, they'd have to publish it. It's the bastard fistmen. Yeah, the winners of this year's 40k. The winner of all of it. They're interviewing them, them in White Dwarf. The bastard fistmen. Yeah. That's Min with a U. <laughs> okay, so these are the proper honourable household. Also not what I anticipated. <laughs> also not what I anticipated. But they're, they're meant to be very sort of just grim people on a grim planet where their word is everything. Okay. Like, um, if we... Uh, yeah, sorry. The Crestellan house. That's Crestellan. Crestellan. Yep. K-R. Astellan. Crestellan. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Eerie, haunted place, desolate moors, black hills, stretching all directions, and the skies heavy with freezing rain. That's actually the school we used to go to. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we can't say it for purposes, but that's legitimately where we went to school. It was hell. It was hell on earth. It was like the rest of the. It was an eerie, haunted place, desolate moors, black hillsides, under skies heavy with freezing rain. That is exactly it. We're not even exaggerating. That is. Yeah. 
Everywhere Good else it would be brilliant sunshine. You just yeah, get no, there and it's dark. It, no, it was astounding. Dying. You would be there on a gloriously sunny day and the closer you get, you just see rain clouds over it. Not and exaggerating. This, this is why we felt great affinity with Warhammer when we were kids. Yeah. Because uh, Grimdark it's, uh, it <laughs> was quite our... nice, nice and cheery. Yeah, it turns out we're actually part of the law now. Yeah. Okay, so... Maybe this is your chapter. Maybe... Maybe this is... That's an excuse for me to play Hawkshroud. Thank you. God damn it. Okay, so... I regret everything. Yeah, they are... Whenever they give their word to do something, they will damn well do it. There's been three instances across history where they failed to turn up something. That seems quite good. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's a record that's probably 99.9%. No, no, exactly. And do you know what I fucking love, though? All right. That they said they did fail. Yeah, because if they said they turned up If it was Reboot Gulliman... He would have won at everything immediately with no effort and always turned up no matter what the cost and always been a hero. This is when they go, they try and they even they'll turn up to failing battles and they will lose that battle, but they'll have kept their word. There's been three instances where they have failed to do so, though. However. Which is a record low for knights. Yep. They are yellow. They are bright yellow. They are bright yellow. And also the Imperial Fists have kind of a similar thing. Like, they're so stubborn they... and they'll turn up to failing fights yeah. and fight and die. Yeah. This is true. This is one of the we're kind of inspired by our own RP. Yeah, which, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, okay, so shall we have a look at their rules? Yeah, please do. Otherwise known as the single best household tradition. Yeah, <laughs> bar none. This this household tradition makes me weep. I've I've seen people argue for Tyrannus. We'll get there, but this is the one. Okay, I don't care what your argument is. It's incorrect. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Okay, so no, as that. no, there no, is, no. Yeah, there's legitimate arguments. There's, yeah, there's legitimate arguments. Quite a few of the houses, yeah. particularly when it comes to their stratagems. But if you're talking purely based upon the um, household uh, tradition itself, and you're going to play to win rather than doing something fun, or you want to try something like, oh, you could do an interesting strategy. This is if you want the best chance of winning. Yeah. I would say models with this household tradition. Double the number of wounds they have remaining for the purposes of determining what characteristics to use on the damage table. So you have to get them to a quarter health for them to degrade in profile. Less than a quarter health. Less than a quarter health. For them to actually degrade. Which on a 24 wound... No, no, you, if, you get them, if you get them to 6, then they'll come to 12, which I believe does degrade them. Alright, okay. So, so you have to get them to 6 wounds. You have to get this to 6 so you, wounds. You have to knock off 18 wounds. From a toughness 8, save 3 plus 5 plus invulnerable. Chassis. Yeah. Which... Uh, as no surprise to anyone listening to this, that is fucking tough. Especially like, when it's they, not easy. When, especially because they can buff up that invun save, etc. Yeah, buff the armor save, buff the invun, get yep. cover saves, you know, all, all this sort of jazz. And my problem with this yep. is that it, A, it's anti-fun. It just is anti-fun because it's much more fun for everyone to suffer. It's quite fun for the night. Sure, fine, if <laughs> yep. you're going to be a power player dick. But I hate those people where it's just, I'm having fun because I'm winning. I don't like that attitude. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, have fun. Like, be fun. Uh, go fun fuck things. yourself and have fun. <laughs> well, you will. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is, yep. is that it's super kind of forgiving for the night player. Yep. Because you don't have to do anything and you gain the bonus. Yep. Um, as your opponent... It means basically you have to wipe out the knight. Yep. You just have to kill it. Yep. Because its profile will not degrade it in a significant way, even at six wounds. Yep. Like it just forces you into focusing down one a knight at a time, which isn't a bad tactical position. Yep. Because uh, Hawkshad doesn't actually buff their toughness. Nope. 
However, if you do like chip damage off of the knights, yep. which is quite often what happens to knights, yep. like, even when you try and focus one down, another one will take a bit more damage. Because some things will be in range, or you need to do this or the other. Yeah, and just having a degrading profile means that they do suffer casualties. Because, for example, the knight is like roughly 450 points right, worth of investment. And if yep. you take Hawk Shroud, it basically means that until it gets to six wounds, it is still worth 450 points. Yeah. Because if I take 450 points of Imperial Guardsman and you're shooting back at me, I'll Your effectiveness drops off. Yeah, I'm losing points. Yeah. My points on the table reduces, whereas yeah. your knight is still 450 points, which yeah. fucking annoys me. <laughs> yeah. It really annoys me because when it degrades, it gets worse. And yeah, there's kind of balance in that we're both taking damage. Yeah. Hawk yeah. Shroud, I'm immortal until you kill me. Pretty much. Like it's. It's very good. That's my rant over, sorry. Now, their strategium, strategum, <laughs> is not that great, or at least it wouldn't be. Okay. Okay. So they have staunch allies. So anytime an enemy... This costs two command points. Anytime um, an enemy unit charges an Imperium unit from your army... Choose a friendly house Hawkshrab model that's more than one inch away from any enemy model and within 12 inches of the unit that is starting the charge. You immediately get to fire the Overwatch at the charging unit as if it were charged itself by the charge. Furthermore, if the resulting charge is successful, you can form a heroic intervention as if uh, were th this model were a character. Move up to 2d6, but must end the move close to the unit that charge and cannot move within one inch of any other model. Enemy model. Now... This is fine, unless you have a Valiant. Valiant being the, the uh, things the Conflagration Cannon, which is 3d6, auto-hitting, strength 7, AP minus 1, I believe? Oh, maybe, I think it's AP, AP minus 2. AP minus 2, damage 2. It's horrendous. And it's insanity. auto-hitting. And then you get to make the heroic intervention yeah. afterwards. So it basically says, death bull your knights around a Valiant. Yep. Uh, or even another knight, because just... Well, well, the no, no, intervention. No, no. I'd, I'd say, the, so I'd say the thing through Valiant is just so good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, there's the they do line up. So, oh, by the way, these are all the um, Imperialist knight for that household. Because sorry, there's a difference. There's the Imperialist and the Mechanicus. Yeah, and they do tip it in the favor of going. If you're going to go Imperialist, you should take a Valiant because yeah. you can upgrade the thing. And if yeah. you're going uh, Mechanicus, you should take the. Um, Castellan. Castellan. This is the new Dominus Knight, the yeah. new kit. The yeah. new one. The two new kits. Because they're not interchangeable. They're... Which really sucks, because it's the same chassis, they just don't give you the parts yeah. to make either variant. Exactly, yeah. Um, Which is bad. It is bad. Bad, bad. bad GW. Bad. Although if it keeps the cost down, so they don't charge you 110, 120 for it. Yeah, if you just want a Valiant, yeah. and you just pay £100, yeah. English currency, yeah. which currently is, yeah. that's fine, I guess. Yeah. But it does mean that you don't get the other weapons, so you can't like switch you can, them out. Yeah, so yeah. just for fun, you know, which is bad. Naughty GW. <laughs> Same problem with War Glaives and Helverins, actually, yeah. while we're on the topic, which is the new Diddy Knight. In the Helverin box, you will not get the weapons to make a War Glaive. I, I think I'm more upset about the fact that they give them away in packs of two. Packs of it, two if, for if a three-unit max. Yeah, if it was pack of one or pack of three, it'd be fine. Pack of two is what annoys me. No. What, what it should have been... Is a pack of one yep. with the option to build either. Yeah. Char they'd charge like 30 quid for that. If it was, well, yeah, I guess that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird spot. Anyway, anyway. So, Hawk Shroud, they are. 
I would say definitely the best Imperialis one. Okay. Because the others... I think Griffith Griffith, uh, Griffith is great Night versus Night. Yep. Because Night versus Night, most of the time, is going to come down to close combat. Yep. He who wins in close combat will win. Yep. Griffith are better at close combat than yep. the whole crowd. That Simple they are. as that. That they are. Um, but we do have one, one left. And this is going to be my favourite of the Imperialis ones. Yeah. And that is Mortan. Mortan. They're great. I love them. Okay, so they are the collision of Attack on Titan and Pacific Rim. Okay. In pitch black. <laughs> yeah. The film pitch black. The film pitch black. Yeah. Which is Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Doesn't yeah. know, who's like a badass guy that can't see and He can see. He can see very well, actually. Like that's, Only in the dark. No, he can he see... He wear goggles in the to day, protect his eyes. Because his eyes are very sensitive to darkness. So he can see well in the day <laughs> thanks to the goggles. Anyway. This, yeah, this, this, this is, is irrelevant, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so how's Mortan? He also spawned Riddick. Which was mention. a mistake. Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick and the film Riddick, which I haven't seen, but I assume is bad, because apparently it's just pitch black again, but worse. It's him alone on an alien planet. It's pitch black again, He's but also worse. like the warlord of uh, like just, the no, time police no, people. No, oh, <laughs> the Furions. Like he's, Furions! No, oh, it's <laughs> bloody awful. <laughs> Ignore the later films. Anyway, <laughs> how's Mortan? So they basically land. They're on a planet called uh, Kim Daria. Kim Daria. It's a weird name. I quite like it actually. It like sounds it's... a little like diarrhea, but I'm okay. <laughs> He's got a touch of Kim Daria. I think he should have some penicillin. Okay, so it's um, ink black landscapes. They describe it pitch black, and there's monsters living out there. Which um, the knights basically had to uh, drive them back to the first settlements were established, and they eventually built a wall. Okay. Hence the attack on Titan thing. Yeah. So, yeah, from the heavy gates, they'll keep they'll regularly emerge in constant patrols to keep the predatory behemoths at bay. Uh, it oh, it's just it's wonderful. Most of their lore description is basically them going, "Aren't they fucking cool fighting giant monsters?" To which I go, "Yeah." Is there much more in depth stuff? Not really. That's all you need to know. Pitch black. Living in fortresses with huge fuck-off walls, and the knights go out and patrol and kill monsters out there to try and defend their settlements. Brilliant. Their paint scheme, not so much. Paint scheme is weird. It's black and gold and red and yellow. The is... red and yellow really clash. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's, po- color scheme it's possibly a bit too much going on. It's also a little bit heretical, I must add. Do you think? Black and gold. That's Black and gold I can think is of, Black oh, Legion. What's the most famous you know, chaotic army? Yeah, Chaos Undivided. Exactly. Let's have a look at their rules, shall we? Yeah. Household tradition. Close quarters killers. Add one to hit rolls in the fight phase for attacks made by a model with this household tradition. Any turn which was charged, so any turn it charged, was charged, or performed heroic intervention. Which, if you're playing knights, is every turn. Because... Or should be every turn. Should be every turn. From because, turn one onwards. Yeah, if you're in close combat, you want to step out, shoot, then charge again. Or even if you're not, you know... A close, even if you're not a range thing, you want to step out and charge anyway to get the attack first bonus thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice bonus. It's certainly not the strongest. Um, well, I mean, it, you say that, but... It shores up some weaknesses, though. Plus, like, plus one to hit is a 25% increase, again, to close combat potential. It, so they're on the same yeah. level as Griffith here. Yeah, but lower potential. Why is that? Well, because... Are you saying because they have five attacks, they could hit all five? Yeah, there's a potential to hit all five compared to hitting all four. Yeah. As is. 
I believe Griffith is just a bit better for close combat purposes, but um, this helps shore up, say, the weaknesses of Dominus class knights, which only have uh, WS of 4+, but more importantly, their ability. Their, their stratum, sorry, is quite nice. It's not great, but it's just nice. Yeah. It's only one command point um, in the shooting phase before choosing a house Mortan unit to shoot with. Until the end of the phase, that unit ignores all modifiers, positive and negative, when making its attacks. Which is great against, say, the Eldar, who have a bunch of things that can... No, no, no. No, no, no. It is hilarious. Yeah, sorry. It's great versus people with minus one to BS. It's hilarious versus the Eldar. I spent an entire turn buffing my leader to have minus five to hit when people are shooting at him. Not him giving himself minus five to hit. That'd be bad. But <laughs> And then you just go, yep, Slayer of Shadows. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Eldar can take a Relic, I think, which gives them minus four to hitting their characters. Yep. Uh, and should you get the option to shoot the character because they put them out front because they have this minus four to hit, yep. or say uh, a Kalexus Assassin, I believe yep. that's the one, which you only ever hit on sixes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, yeah, it's the Kalexus. Yeah. Something like that. Just no penalties to shooting. Yeah, no penalties to shooting. Which is going to be hilarious. Because if they put them out front as like a, haha, you'll never hit me. Or if they bring invisibility back. Yeah. Uh, which I hope they do, just so that knights can shit on people that take invisibility. Because yeah. fuck you for taking that spell. <laughs> Seventh edition, guys, there was a spell called invisibility. Only hit enemies on sixes in close combat or shooting. People used to cast it on all sorts of stupid melee murder death units. Like knights. I don't think you can make I don't think you could, yeah. It's, they, just yeah it's just infantry. Yeah, it's just infantry. infantry. But like Terminators and stuff, yeah. you're now hitting on sixes. They have two plus armors. They yeah. It's all a bunch of wank. It's a bunch of cock. Bunch of okay. cock. So, again, like I, this also I like it from a thematic standpoint that they you are used to hunting in pitch blackness. Yeah, they... Whatever modifiers you have doesn't really match them. They are pretty damn good, damn good at shooting at this point. It is really awesome because I also have the head cannon of just uh, a knight Dominus Castellan yep. uh, looking out over the battlefield. There's like an Eldar trickery, you know... It's like Shimmer of... Oh, it's like, it, maybe something's there, maybe not. I can't quite tell. Just lowers his volcano lance and fucks it up. <laughs> Annihilates it with really maximum cool. hilarity and awesome. Really cool. Like, oh man, just these awesome images of the knight, you know, not even like... You know, doing all this flipping over himself, doing backflips and shooting shit like in that's the Matrix. Because that's what knights do. Cause exactly. <laughs> He's just standing there stoically, just goes, yeah, there's someone there. Bang. Not even a big deal to them. Mortan. Mortan. You mean They're... nothing to us. Mortan, like, I love them from a lot perspective. I like their rules a lot because they're fun and quite good. Yep. They're certainly not the best household, but I don't think they're bad. Yeah. But depending on how... The additions go. I can see Jink coming back into the game. Yeah, if which they, is they, things they, like flyers and stuff like that used to get cover safe, but I think it'll become a hit modifier. Like flyers yep. already have minus one to hit. Like, basically, uh, as it goes on, and as the expected power creep happens, which is expected, and they start adding in more minus one to hit or minus two to hit, that sort of thing, more time will get better. Which is funny because I think this adds longevity to the codex. Yeah, because with with access in a very to unexpected like this, way. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, it does protect the knights in a lot of ways. And should the meta change significantly, you can just change house. Yeah, which is a great way of changing how. Like the the houses do a great job of giving you different play styles without changing your models. Because yeah, knights which are quite, is, which is massive for knights. <laughs> it's massive for knights. It's also great just from a hobbyist standpoint of not having to buy more stuff. At the end of the day, it's great for the consumer. 
which yeah. is weird to see from GW. Well, I mean, that's primarily why you started collecting knights. Yeah. Because it's you, a cheap army, yeah. comparatively. Yeah, no, you people go, it's like £95 a model. They go, yep, but that is a third of your army done. Yeah. So, I mean, budget-wise, to get to 2,000 points, uh, I think it, it's going to be less than 500. Yeah. And you think a Lehman Russ is 30, and you're probably going to take three of them, that's 90, you know, and then you have all the infantry, which is 20. Well, and the one I'm like going that. for is two Wardens, which is, you know, £95 each, a Castellan, which is £100, and then some Helverins, which is... Yeah, so that's like 330 or something, 320. Uh, yeah, about that. So basically, uh, com- compared to other armies, that's very cheap. It's great value. Yeah. Okay, House Raven. Getting on to the quest and mechanica stuff. Alright, so House Raven, the main thing they have is that they may... I think they're the ones who may have a perfect STC hidden away. Okay. Of the knights. So they just have the most knights. This is the quest and mechanica stuff now. So these are households which were found by the Mechanicus. Or, helped, or became aligned. Or became aligned to the Mechanicus. Which are my favourite as an admech player. Yep. Very sexy. Oh, sorry, it's the real power of the keep lies in the Vault Transcendent, where they just have hundreds of night suits okay, stored away in the surface. Okay, particularly apocalyptic. Uh, yep. It's the Shattered Dome. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the Shattered Dome. Also, why wouldn't you mobilise that shit? Yeah, that, that is another like, question. House Raven, it seems they have the tools to do a shit ton. Like, having hundreds of night suits actually makes them quite a powerful contender. I mean, they could fuck up the Tau Empire, but that's... <laughs> it's only if they were close enough. Uh, honestly, Tau. The only reason you're gone is the Hammer of the Imperium hasn't found you. Anyway, I also collect Tau in the free time, so... Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. to clarify. Anyway, so... It's not a serious shitting on from a height. It's not a serious shitting on from a height. <laughs> it's one with love and jest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The... Sorry, they maintain their power thanks to their alliance with the Forge World... Metallica, which I still yeah. feel weird they, saying. They are very much... Uh, what's the word? Enthralled? Not enthralled. They're basically kind of sworn to Metallica. Uh, it's a weird name, which they shouldn't have used. I didn't like... I I like Metallica's paint scheme. I don't like the name, because everyone goes, like the rock band. Because it is. That's it what is. they did. It is. And it's like, no, it's not the rock band. Oh, yes, it's these, my Ford The world. Space Marine chapter, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, the... The, the company of guardsmen, Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget the great chaplain, Iggy Pop. <laughs> yeah. Iggy Pop. I mean, okay. It, second edition did have a character called Obi Wan, but that's because second edition was all kinds of weird and thievery. And forty k is all about the thievery, but you should like to hide yeah. it a bit better than that. And I don't mind people who want to make a heavy metal or rock themed army. Yeah, go for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, go that for can it. be pretty bonanza. Just don't call it the band's name. Yeah, don't start out by forcing everyone to be the band's name. Yeah, <laughs> this looks bad. Okay. So, like Raven, there's not too much to say other than the Vault of Night Suits. They have a they have a fa- yeah. fortress called Keep Inviolate, so you can't yeah. violate that fortress. There's actually a lot of inviolates going around in uh, 40k. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple of ships, a couple of capital capital class Imperial Navy ships called Inviolate. Okay. Also, briefly, yeah, sorry, they just they have the most knights out of everyone. Out of everyone, and what's more, they have a bunch of other households that have sworn fealty to them due to badassery. Yeah, Raven which, are very much the uh, generic. Admech side. Which is fine. Yeah, Raven yep. of the Postal Boys for the Admech side. However, that does raise the question, how many night suits is there per house? I don't know. Because like, I'm not sure. Like, sometimes it seems like they have hundreds. Sometimes it's dozens. Yeah, it's like very few 
I mean, in the Heresy, it was very normal to have around 30. Yeah. 30 night suits, but then guys have SDCs. Yeah, it may not be Raven. It may, may be one of the others. We'll find out when we get there. Yeah. All right, the Raven's uh, household tradition. On to the quest of Mechanica section. They have Relentless Advance, uh, which is they do not suffer penalties uh, to their hit rolls for advancing and firing assault weapons. Furthermore, whenever they do advance, all the heavy weapons are counted as assault weapons. So basically they can advance and fire all their guns and for no penalty. Yeah. Which doesn't really matter, I don't think. No, because an extra D6 inches on 12... Yeah, the 12 inch Not move. Huge. Also, the knight's weapons, like the shortest range one, is 36 inches. Maybe 24 for the thermal uh, yeah, cannon. Yeah, 24. Yeah. Okay, like, it's rare you're well, going to be able to range. Inches. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, only, uh, that's only if you've bought the melter gun, which you probably shouldn't do if you're playing knights. Just as, as a word of advice, people, the melter gun's going to get one shot, maybe, in your game, if you get it. Like, it's not worth it. It can be. It can be. But, hold on. Compared to a stub, which you're going to get like three or four rounds yeah, of shooting off. And then if you take the, uh, yeah. the relic. But anyway, yeah. what I was going to say is that this is nice in a objective-grabbing scenario. Yep. So, for example, say your enemy has the central objective, turn one. Yep. You can at least make a mad dash to it to perhaps contest and stop them accruing points. It, it's... I think it's just okay. If not, it doesn't really do anything. It's not as good as others, I would argue, because it doesn't add anything to your knights. Yeah, I, I don't it doesn't think add it, any danger to them. It may be one of the weakest. Yeah, because, could be. Uh, but could the, be. again, but it's the, not bad. The, no, this is a case where, because in the Necron Codex, which we covered last, most recently, there's so much of just losers. There are just some loser bonuses, which are just not worth it. This one isn't bad, but it doesn't do much. What they do have, which is great, though, is their stratagem. If it's their own house. If I get this wrong, it's going to be very embarrassing. Okay, it's going to be Raven. Order of Champions. Two command points. Use the stratagem at the start of your shooting phase. Pick a house Raven model from your army. Until the end of this phase, re-roll hit, all hit rolls of one for that model. Uh, sorry, re-roll all rolls of one for that model in the shooting phase. Includes hit rolls, wound rolls, damage rolls, and rolls made to determine the number of shots fired by weapons that make a random number of attacks. That's a crazy strategy. It's crazy, especially with something like the Castellan. Yeah, you, definitely. So you overcharge it. Okay, so you've got the Volcano Lance, which is D6 shots re-rolling ones, which then uh, you're re-rolling ones to wound, and it's going to wound most things on 2+. The vast majority of things wounded on 2+. And then you've got the 3D3 uh, damage roll dice, where you're re-rolling ones. You then have the other gun, which is 2d6 shots, re-rolling ones. Um, if you overcharge... Hold on, is it one weapon or just the model? It's the model. Wow. It's the model. Okay, that's absolutely yep. bonanza crazy. On the Castellan. On the Castellan. Because you have the shoulder guns, you have the missiles, and you have the, as I you have the plasma decimator. Overcharge it, so it's 2d6 shots. Um, and if you roll a one, you would take a mortal wound. Well, you're re-rolling it now. Yeah, it makes it super safe to use. Also, yeah. what I love about that is that it's... Uh, not just hit and wound, yep. it's the damage and the number of shots. Yeah, yeah. Like Which, and the Castellan has two guns with random number of shots. Yeah. If not, are uh, the, no, thud the, guns the thud are... guns are also. Alright, okay, so you've got uh, five random shot guns. Yeah. And just re rolling that one is going to be massive. Because yeah. I have seen it in games where you get like storm surges, massive cannon on it, flush it shots. Flush <laughs> it shots. It, it happens. It just has one shot, and that's very disappointing because. I mean, a one compared to a six, yep. just massive. Could turn the game. Okay, one compared to a two, it's double the output. Yeah, to put it very bluntly. So, uh, but again, this I, uh, this I love. They've gone. Okay, this is clearly not a very good bonus. The household tradition. So give them a broken, 
I wouldn't say it's broken. It's not even broken. It's just it's just really good. Give them a really strong stratagem. However, if you don't roll any ones in that whole phase, it's going to feel bad. But on the other hand, like it makes me tempted to run Raven just to get that bonus to be able to use that. Like it's definitely they've done a great job with this Raven in conjunction with a Castellan. Castellan specifically, yeah. I would argue maybe not with any other knight. Maybe Maybe like even like the Crusader. Well, like because you only got one gun with a random number of shots. Yeah, and damage, and then it just becomes rerolling hit and wound with yeah. the Gatling gun, which isn't bad. Like, it's not bad because again, like it, half your misses, you're rerolling, which is still good. Like, it, okay, I'd say it's still worth it on a Crusader. Yeah. Okay. okay, Raven, go for them if you have a Crusader or Castellan. There we go. Yeah, I yeah. would actually love to see a top table army use that stratagem. Top table, uh, as in like the best of the tournament oh. armies. Yeah, just it would be cool. just that stratagem cool. is really good. Yeah. Okay, it's an unsung hero. It is an unsung hero. Um, the next one. Hold on, Raven color scheme. I hate Raven. Raven color scheme. That's the black sil. Sorry, that's red, silver, black body, and like some black bits on it. And it's got loads of uh, warning stripes. Oh yeah, the amount of no no. You're thinking about yeah. Sorry, it is this one. It's Raven. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever you see like the black and yellow stripes all over knights, that to us isn't great. We don't like it I, as much. I don't mind it. I think you have to use it sparingly. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I don't like is the silver trim. The silver trim makes it look awful. It, Guys, if you're going to do Raven, it, yeah. please do a different trim color. Also, they tend really to have that. stickers everywhere, which I'm not so much a fan of. He means transfers, but they yeah. are basically stickers. I mean, if you were to go out, go out even, go, go out and buy uh, like unicorn stickers and stick them on your knight, it wouldn't be out of place. Oh no, that would be Griffith. That would be Griffith. Unicorns. They, they have some horses. I, I, let's find out. No, no, there yeah. is actually one with horses. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, true. yeah, there's one with horses. Okay, but horses. I'm good on horses. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrannus. Yeah. All right. So, original knights you found on Mars, Dark Void, Ecological Thrones. Sorry, this this is one I've forgotten. Like, okay, the Mechanicus ones also have a slight problem where they don't do too much different because they're meant to be. They're kind of meant to be subdued in personality. Yeah, because they are. And everything. Yeah. So. Because they they're partially re- lobotomized. Yeah. And I think they even had a, a White Dwarf battle report this week between yep. two knight factions. One of them was Griffith, one of them was uh, one of the Mechanicum, can't remember which one. And it yep. basically had the Griffith guy hailing the Mechanicum knight, and the Mechanicum knight basically responding in Binharic language. Yeah. And it's very sort of curt and Also, short. like, just, it's shown in the colour schemes as well. Like, the Imperial ones are all kinds of wacky colours, whereas the uh, Mechanicus ones are basically all red. Yeah. But that's, that's the Mechanicum's colour, which I do yep. like. Yeah, that's true. Okay, the things I do have, though, is, um, weirdly, their Throne Mechanicum doesn't have the subliminal neural conditioning. So they basically they don't have the traditions. Okay. Which is cool. That's nice. If you want to have a household which isn't part of a tradition, or indeed if you want to take this bit of law and put, apply it to your own house, so you don't have the intense traditions all other nice households do, that's a way out of it. Um... Basically, they they don't share the technology of this. Of course, they don't. The Mechanicus. Also, yeah, I think they were they just on Mars. Yeah, yeah, they were founded on Mars. Sorry. Yeah, Tyrannus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, founded on Mars. Also, Heresy. They suffered near total losses. Yeah, because Mars had the Mars Schism, which was big. Yeah. Proper fucking it big. Basically, kind of wrecked Mars. And there's some cool theories going about that Mars is actually in a perpetual state of decay. Yeah. And that it appears to be. Recovered because on the surface it's full of teeming, you know, teeming yeah. with robots, mining operations, things like this. 
but below you still have all the uh, corrupted robots, all the rogue AIs. Yeah, like the under- Mars is kind of slowly crumbling to that chaos, which is a cool idea, which I don't think is true, but it's a very cool theory. I, 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 I definitely stand by the fact that there's deeper levels of Mars they just don't go to. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that, ad mech all over. That's ad mech all over. Like yeah, and stuff they don't even understand. Yep. Okay. So their their thing. This is the one where people have actually tried to argue this is better than Hawk Shroud. I think I think hold on, there is legitimacy to the argument. There, there is legitimacy, which is. I initially didn't see, but then after a bit more thinking about it, I did come to realise, oh that is why. So they have omnicized grace. So each time the model with this house soul tradition loses a wound, um, unless the wound is a result of a mortal wound, roll a D six. On a six, uh, the wound is isn't lost. So you go, okay, so that's going to be, what, four wounds per knight? Yeah. Which you think, that's not great. But you then think across your army, if you have three knights, it's 12. Yeah, it, it does add... It adds quite a lot of toughness to your army across the board. Yeah, and it just does make it that much tougher for your enemy to kill your knights, which isn't a bad thing, because knights are so damaging in themselves, they don't really need buffs yeah. to be more damaging. The only issue I have with it is if you're going down the I'm going to be tanky route, I think Hawk Shroud do it a lot better. Yes, because the degrading profile is yes. a real problem. Yeah. Not the amount of wounds you have so much, but you want to yeah. keep in that top which top tier profile. Hawk Shroud can do. Also, I think Mechanicus are, they they have better options when it comes to just killing the opponent. Like there's others which you probably want to go for. For instance with the uh, Raven with their stratagem, which goes, Okay, you can Annihilate a target. Oh, not even a target. Like with a Castellan, you can annihilate multiple targets with that going on. Yeah. Okay, so their strategium. 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 Okay, this one is quite cool. Okay. Oh, I know but this I, one. I, I know don't. This one. I don't know how good it is. Like I'm torn on how good it is. Like it, it, it's times a very I, good strategy. At times I think of. it's our darkest hour. Two command points. That okay. is the cost, not part of the title. Uh, <laughs> One command point. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weirdly named. <laughs> yeah. Okay, use the strategy when a house Tyrannus model from your army is reduced to zero wounds, but did not explode. Oh no, this isn't the one I thought of, sorry. Roll a d6. On a 4+, uh, set the model up again at the end of the phase, as close as possible to its previous position, and more than one inch away from any enemies, with d3 wounds remaining. I think this is pretty hilarious. I don't know how good it is. I don't think it's good. No. Because it's two command points to risk it for a biscuit on a 50-50. Yep. Which if you, you fail the 50-50, it's just two wasted command points. Or you can then spend a command point to re-roll it. Yeah, there's a 20, three in. Which, a total of 25% chance for your three command points to do nothing. And it's at the end of the phase only, so if it dies in the shooting phase, it could then be killed in the assault phase. If it dies in the psychic phase, you yeah, can, like, just don't bother. And the other it's thing D3 is... It's D3 wounds, which, admittedly, any more than that would be probably broken yeah I think but, even d6 it'd be broken but it's coming back on its lowest profile yep coming so back on the lowest not profile usually useful whereas there's just briefly go the quest of imperialis if you any imperialis faction can use this one where it's two command points you stand up um, at the end if you die pay this you stand up and get to make one more round of shooting or fighting yeah which that's a lot better is basically the effect of uh, House Tyrannus one because they're going to pop it in the next turn. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Like it, it's guaranteed they'll just take it back down again. Um, this is actually hilarious though if you take a Valiant because Valiant does not care about hit modifiers. Yeah, Valiant this <laughs> doesn't is... give a shit about anything because they created a very silly uh, robot. Yeah, but in that case, I'd still say just go for the Imperialis one. Like, if you're going Valiant, go Imperialis. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. because you get right, we'll trade spot. We'll get there at a different point. House Crest. 
They are the chaos-hating ones, basically. Which I would argue most Imperial Knights should be chaos-hating, but sure. Yeah, pretty much. Um, How far are we going down the chaos-hating? Are we talking shitting in our own britches and throwing it at them, or just we'll turn them off with our guns? Mr. Household, hang on. Alright, well, while Alan's struggling with the book... There's meant to be a... Where's Volker? Where's Volker? Oh, I, I missed them earlier. I'm very sorry. How's Volker? Okay. What about Crest? Well, okay, fine. We'll, Did, cover, we'll go back, cover... Go we'll, back to Crest. We'll go back to Crest. Okay. I'm feeling Crest. So, yeah, they hate Chaos. Because uh, I believe they ruined their home. Makes sense. I mean, you'd be pretty sour about that. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. Speaking of Jesus Christ, uh, their planet is called Crisis. Crisis. C H R Y S. That is a dangerously taunty name for your planet. Like that's like that's like calling your planet the uninvadable. <laughs> our planet is so powerful, no demonic incursion can occur here. It's called pure faith. I think it's more crisis the games, but you know. Why is it? Is it based on a C H R Y S I S? S-I-S? <laughs> yes, Where, whereas crisis is normally spelt with an I instead of a Y. Yeah. Spelling lesson for you all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so they basically had a bunch of traitor, tra- traitor knights which turned up and wrecked house. I said turned up. They turned traitor. Oh, so it's from their own house? Yeah, the traitor uh, traitor titans of Legio Mortis, uh, Chief Culprit... Oh, sorry, it was not. Wow, misinformation. I, anyway, just traitor titans I feel betrayed right now. turned up, ruined their world. Yeah, uh, Crest was one of the only uh, one of the world's nightly houses to survive the calamitous events. So there were other night households on this planet that just got wiped out. Uh, so yeah, so the Mars turned up and helped uh, them to recover. They swore two oaths: first, eternal loyalty to the Red Planet; second, eternal vengeance to those who had betrayed them. So it was some of their own dudes as well. Gosh, that does sound a little bit like infinite justice, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Okay. The eternal crusade. Their law. Yes. Rules. We've moved on from the law. Uh, <laughs> okay. They have cold fury. Because <laughs> the planet. Hot fury. Uh, well, yeah, hot fury is. That dancing? No, that's just hot blooded fury. It's a different matter entirely. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so. I think it's like Re- Revenge's Dish, best served cold type deal we're going for here. Oh, I see. Like they're they're so. It's a it's a very cold fury, so fucking tempered badass. by tempered by time, as opposed to hot fury, which is immediate, dirty, not necessarily sordid, sordid violence, charging each other top the with, sorry, lancing each other top the <laughs> metallic steeds. Two okay. men with massive shafts bearing down on each other. This codex is really just too homoerotic. <laughs> that's our, that's the danger of it. <laughs> the sheer homoeroticism. Okay. <laughs> Crest. You can re-roll hit rolls in the fight phase for a model with a tassel of tradition any turn which was charged uh, charged uh, or performed heroic intervention. In addition, you re-roll all failed hit rolls in the fight phase for a model with a tassel of tradition against titanic units. Okay, so is that anti-titan? Yeah, it's also just better than Mortan. Yes. Yes, yes. Essentially. Uh, which is, is weird, because quite a few of these houses step on each other's toes. And they, they have very similar rules. They do, but they do... Um, it's usually the stratagems which redeem them. Speaking of... Speaking of... Crashed me, motherfucker. If I can find it... There it is. Controlled aggression. Cost one command point. So this is... 
Competing with Wartan again in terms of command point cost. Let's see what it is. Okay. In the fight phase, before choosing a crashed uh, unit to fight with, uh, activate it in that time, until the end of the phase, each unmodified hit roll of a six made for that unit's attacks scores two hits instead of one, or three hits instead of one if the target is chaos. Um, model cannot be affected by both the control progression stratagem and the thunderstorm death grip or chain sweep stratagems in the same turn. They're stratagems that do similar-ish things. Yeah, more damage. Yeah. Except for death grip, which is just fucking awesome. It is fucking awesome. Yeah. Although I don't think the other ones say you can't do this. Then again, never mind. Yeah. They're limited by... Well, uh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. This is... Uh, it's there. If you do this versus Renegade Knights, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, like, it'll be, it would be hilarious. Renegade Knights. But I don't think like, it's that great. A thematic game between Crast and Chaos would be really fun. It would be. Really fun. Also hilarious because the Chaos Knights don't have any bonuses. <laughs> yeah. The current index, they have no faction traits or anything. I think they have a Warlord trait, which is very unimpressive. Alright. But that's it. That's it. Uh, okay, so what do we think of this stratagem? I'm not a huge fan. I think that, like, especially because it excludes your other more damaging melee strategies. Yeah, like... It's a strange one to choose. Chain Sweep is more effective against multiple units. Death Grip is more useful against singular targets. Yeah. And both are better than this in those scenarios. However, Although it's, if you... it's great versus Knights. It's better than both of them versus Knights. Arguably, but okay. But you have to roll six. You have four attacks. On average, you're not getting a six. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're using your feet, which is not good against Knights. Actually... No, it's not. No, because you add two to the damage, don't you? If you roll a six for the feet, it's not damage. What did I? What did I even hear? On the roll of a six, it's two hits instead of one. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. yeah. I was. You were away with the fairies, huffing <laughs> glue in the garden. Though. That doesn't sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happens when you huff glue. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, okay, crest. They're not great. I don't really feel like that but, resembles their law either. Yeah. I mean, other than the addition of it does. Three attacks versus chaos. I'm even going to go quickly check their unique war gear to make sure. Like, does that redeem them in any way? All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just it doesn't seem chaos specific. Well, okay. There's okay. Like uh, their, their relic is quite good for killing other titans and knights. Okay. It's. I'm going to quickly discuss it now because I've just mentioned it. Okay. okay. If you if you equip this relic to one of your guys. Um, increase the damage characteristic of bearish weapons by 1 for attacks made against enemy units uh, containing models with wounds characteristic of 10 or more. Increase the damage characteristic by 2 instead for attacks made against titanic units. So, Avenger Gatling Gun will be dealing 4 damage per attack. Sweet Jesus. Is it close combat or just any weapon? Any weapon. Any weapon. Bearish weapons. Bloody hell. So yeah, then the feat becomes suddenly very, very dangerous. In conjunction with controlled aggression, because yeah. they'll be doing uh, D three plus two, three, four, five damage per kick. Yeah, that's hot. And then if you're using controlled aggression, you know you're going to have what it's twelve attacks. You're going to get two additional hits, so you're going to be getting a total of ten attacks off. Yeah. So uh, five wounds. I'm about to say six. That would be a mistake. <laughs> five wounds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're going up against traitor legion knights. Use this. If you go up against other Titanic units or big things, it's still pretty good. These guys. If you're going against a big army. Use that relic, yeah. Use that relic, yeah. Maybe there's only one of your dudes, but it's pretty fucking great. Okay. Yeah, sorry, that. We learned something. I still probably won't use them ever, but no, they're probably. cool. They're cool. Volker. House Volker. 
Okay, these are the rich. Uh, they're the rich recluses. From Ad Make. Yeah. I thought Ad Make didn't really care for material possessions. They have mineral-rich uh, uh, planet it nested in a, a crowned star system. Sorry, crowded star system. Then exploit all the other planets and surrounding asteroid belts, built Forge World, etc. Oh, sorry, there's a Forge World that was nearby, and so the, you know they 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 bonded. They became bros. I thought you said they bombed it. <laughs> <laughs> so they bombed oh, it. Yeah, they became bros. Uh, they have gold-plated sevital creatures working upon both worlds. That's just how abundant the resources is. It's pretty decadent. Yep. Decadent. Uh, so basically, they're the courts of House Volker, full of tech priests, sevitals, speaking code of machine language and number sequences. Uh, they have ceremonies which are incredibly disturbing to see and no one quite understand them because it's all very mysterious and they don't explain anything they don't talk to you in you know English. Also, the nobles, no one's ever seen them. Okay, because they that... hide every inch of their flesh with robes, sometimes even wearing masks of gold. Outsiders are not welcome within their steel-clad fortresses. Okay, all of that is excellent. That All that is excellent, That's yeah. All excellent. This is... I'm glad they managed to somehow find a night house and give them that creepy element that Admech have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Volker probably would be my Admech house of choice. They probably would be mine. Fucking cool like, name as well. Yeah, Volker. I, Volker, it would most likely be maybe Raven, because I do have a Castellan, and that stratagem is amazing. Yeah, pretty bonanza. Yeah. Um, also, their house stratagem is actually pretty darn good. Yeah. So, they have Firestorm Protocols. Reroll hit rolls of one for model with this household tradition. Uh, whenever you're resolving an attack with a ranged weapon that's targeting the closest enemy unit. Yep. Which, admittedly, against armies with a lot of units, is going to be difficult to get a key target with. <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's a dog fight going on in the background. <laughs> we don't know if you can hear it, which is the... Because I know before we've mentioned there's dogs going wild in the background, and it could not be heard. <laughs> so maybe it's just silence for you. But we hear dogs barking an awful lot. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so it's still useful. Um, it's also very good against um, well, knights do have a high movement anyway, so it's more likely than get in position to take advantage of the target closest unit um, uh, rerolling ones. Also, if you're going up against things with low model count armies like knights or crane or crane knights, or someone's very dumb. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, I, I think it's a real nice one because it's not a penalty in any way, yep. shape or form. It's just if you choose to shoot yep. the closest unit, you can still shoot the other ones. Yeah, so even if you like just shooting orc boys with a uh, Gatling gun, it's great. Yeah, it's going to be worth. Yep. Okay, so their stratagem, saturation bombardment. This one also costs one command point. You can use the stratagem in your shooting phase for shooting the House Vulcan model from your army to shoot with. Um, till the end of that phase, each unmodified hit roll of a six that model shooting attacks... Oh, God, pardon me. Scores two hits instead of one. This is not a bad stratagem. Like, it's quite useful, specifically if you have a lot of a weapon with a lot of shots, like uh, an Avenger Gatling cannon, as we keep mentioning, or if you have, like, a rapid-fire battle cannon that you roll particularly highly with. But that's kind of the problem. Knights don't have that many really high output... They don't have that many weapons with a high amount of shots that you can reliably spam on a model. Like, even a Crusader, you're going to be having... Yes, the Gatling Cannon, but then at best the Rapid Fire Battle Cannon, which is on average is seven shots, so one and a teeny tiny bit extra hits. I mean, it's only one command point, but eh. But this is because the House Volker uh, House Tradition is actually quite good. Now, this will be the moment where I turn to uh, my Starward uh, co-host, 
Except he has gone. Sadly, he's had to disappear. The warp has overtaken him. I assume. And so, I'll have to finish all this with myself. So, to summarise all of this, the knight's uh, household traditions, all this stuff, is all great. Like Some of them are clearly very, very competitive, such as Hawk Shroud, arguably House Trans, etc. And a lot of them have a lot of interesting utility. But the main thing to do with all this is just give you a bunch of different ways to play with just a few models, which is a huge success of the Knight Codex, especially with the relics, which we may get into another point, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Anyway, join us next week where we'll actually be covering the models and you know, seeing what units actually use to hunt down Quasimodo. I believe we're starting with the Armager. Right, thank you all and join us next week on the Brothers Grimdark.